Alrighty, folks, something I had to bring to a Wall Street veteran is something that the Biden administration is rolling out May 1st, and many are calling it socialism in the mortgage industry. Taylor, I know this is not an area you play in a lot, mortgages and real estate, but I was curious, did this hit your radar? Are you hearing anything? What's going on? Yeah, it's funny. I just actually got done sitting down for a cup of coffee with a mortgage banker that's uh, pretty high up in his establishment, which is a big one. Um, and his takeaways were were eye-opening. I, please share. What 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 is the, the, big of, the biggest of the best? best yeah. Yeah. Me? So essentially he said, you know, look back to pre-08 and, you know, pre-08, essentially mortgages were priced extremely similarly between a 650 and an 800 credit score. So essentially, you know, that top of the heap, top of the stack was getting priced systematically at the same mortgage rate was his interpretation. And he was around back then too. So he said, listen, then what we had was this massive shakeout of 2008 and all of these mortgage-backed security bonds, portfolios that were put together, some of them defaulted, some of them didn't. And as they started to peel through the data, no shocker here, the lower end of that credit heap had a higher default rate. And so they started to break it out more fully and say, okay, now we're gonna go from 720 to 740 has this and 720 to 700 has this. And obviously, as you come down from a credit score perspective, your rate, mortgage rate goes up commensurate with the risk that you're providing to your lender, right? So lower credit scores are taking on more risk for the lender, and therefore they need to be disproportionately paid in order to take that. And so he said, because of that, we had this massive breakout and the software that got put in place on the back end of, of our mortgage lenders, uh, banks, et cetera, was extremely robust. And so now what they've done is taken this and said, four mortgages delivered after May 1st, which an important point to me said was, so you got to realize that we needed to do this 30 to 60 days in advance as people lock in mortgages. So he said, this isn't new news. It's just actually becoming effective for the mortgages that are delivered after May 1st. Now what you're going to have is the people on the lower end of the credit scale having their mortgage rate come down some and the people on the high end of the credit score having their mortgage rate come up some. And to alleviate one immediate concern right off the bat, that does not mean people with lower credit scores are paying a lower mortgage rate than people with high credit scores. The spread is just compressing. So essentially what those folks on the higher end of the credit score are doing is paying the insurance for those folks to default on the lower end of the credit score. Yeah. There's a lot of noise, obviously, as a real estate channel, uh, mainly a real estate channel. I've been hearing about this for about five or six days. And yeah, there is a general feeling because it was not communicated well or people don't understand it. So uh, I've seen plenty of comments talking about I'm going to go trash my credit now so I yes. can get a lower interest rate. Because again, the yes. message is, is, hey, lower credit, you're going to save 1.75%. Higher credit, you're going to pay a higher rate. So that's not happening. Better credit, even after May 1st, you're going to have a lower interest rate than someone Correct. with bad credit. So it's funny. I actually, this is so top of mind. Uh, I read an article from USA Today, full credit to them and have examples I gave in my daily financial news. So I'll just put it here as well. So uh, basically we're going to use credit score because it actually happened to be the same down payment. Both of them were 25%. A 649 credit score before May 1st would have loan level price adjustments of 2.75%. So simply said on a 100K loan, you would pay $2,750. That would be your loan level price adjustment for that. 
that loan. After May 1st, you are now paying 1.5%. So instead of $2,750, you're paying $1,500. That's a savings. Now, same house, same loan amount, you have a 740 credit score. Before May 1st, you are paying 0.25% or $250. After May 1st, you are paying 3.8 or 0.375. So now you are paying $375. So yes, higher credit costs went up. Lower credit costs went down. But that does not mean they changed, right? Correct. Correct. <laughs> The, 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 the gripe that I have with this is maybe putting it in a different industry's context. So, Michael, you have a pristine driving record. I'm a maniac behind the wheel. I have 500 tickets over my life. So you're a good driver. All of a sudden, your insurance rate premium per month just went up to pay for my reckless behavior that has taken place in the past. And I will say this. I do understand that people of lower income levels likely have lower credit scores, right? That, that just you know, makes sense in general. But that's not to say that that is a systematic rule across the board. No, when I came not. out of college, I had big time debt from going to a private university and I had a minimal wage on the other side. My credit was, it, it was negligent. It was, it was non-existent, but... I, and th I, this is no credit to me. This is so many people that we're talking to do the exact same thing. They financially built themselves up a credit score by having a successful track record of frugality, of living within their means, et cetera. There are people that make a ton of money that have crap credit scores because they go out and they roll the dice and they spend things and buy luxury items that are above their means. Those people are being supported by this as well. Yeah. And if my audience hopefully knows by now, I think this is a horrible program. It sends the wrong message. It is not what I would hope to teach or monitor, but it's also not taking somebody with a good credit score and making their, because I'm seeing so much, I'm going to trash my credit to get a better rate. That is idiotic. That's not what this is. Again, horrible program, socialism. Your driving example is great, but let's not get it twisted. My insurance rate would still be lower than yours. Correct. Correct. Just the not as low. Correct. The problem that I have with this is the timing and the target. So the timing of this. So think about it. home affordability right now is at a multi-decade, 40-year low, something like that. And we're taking mortgages on some people and increasing the price. And those people might not be able to afford the mortgage at the current rate, and yet they're getting punished and having higher mortgage rates because of it. So that's an yep. issue. The other piece of it is, is like, the target of this. If we want housing to be more affordable for lower end borrowers, why are we only targeting high credit score buyers who are going to buy a house and keep our economy in motion? Instead, we're just going to target them and not allow them to buy a house. If you want to tax the general population, I, listen, I don't agree with it, but that is a lot more logical than just targeting this subset of the population who is already really struggling to afford the house themselves. Mm -hmm. That has a disproportionate effect on a small group of people right now who have been fiscally responsible to get yeah. themselves into this bad situation. Yeah. Well, let's go back to your buddy who was a mortgage broker in the industry last time. And didn't we learn our lesson? When you collapse the spread, between the best and the worst, again, just using credit score as an example, 
that initially that eventually leads to a problem, right? In this example, the best won't buy as much. You'll get more disproportionate can't. And we kind of know how that ends with the recession and, and whatnot. So again, it seems like we're repeating the mistake. He made a really good other point that that probably no one has thought of. He's like, I talked about the, you know, I talked about the software a couple minutes ago that was built out on the back end of these banks and, and financial institutions that make loans back in 2008. He goes, obviously they're being updated time and time again based on these new regulations. But he's like, we are now having to go in and update our software, which is an incredibly expensive process at a time when we aren't lending because there is no supply on the market and mortgage rates are so high. And he goes, what happens because we have to put more money on the back end of our expense? It bleeds through to the mortgage and puts the mortgage crisis higher. It's like, That's he's like, yeah. He, 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 I, I, oh man, I got the phone. Or actually, I had coffee with him. Rather, I sat down, and he's like, "You're gonna push my buttons. I know it." And I'm like, <laughs> "I am absolutely." It should, we should have had him on here too. It would have been unbelievable. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, again, this is a lot of fun. It is. I think it's socialism. I don't know how else to call it. Brought to a better way. You're taking from some to give to others. Again, I think it's kind of leading to the same mistakes. As your friend said, what happened last time? Last time in 06, there was, there was a mortgage product called Alt-A. Alt-A turned out to be a horrible product because, again, it, less documentation, less this, less that, only slightly higher price. It, it, uh, it became a problem. So um, we'll see where this goes. And you're right. All the added expense has got to come out somewhere. There was an article I read, I think it was in Forbes, that uh, mortgage origination was a money-losing business for banks. They were actually losing three or 400 bucks per loan. That's not going to keep going. They're going to they're going to fix that really quick. Yeah, and it's going on the backs of the consumer, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Taylor, where can people find you? Yeah, follow us at Life Goal Investments. We're on both Instagram and TikTok, uh, putting out stuff daily. So having fun there doing you, it. There you go.